Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. everybody to another episode of agents of mace today it finally happened we have concluded some may even say forever moon night um i will very quickly say my first thoughts which are not impressed uh there were some moments that i enjoyed and then basically the whole rest of it was nonsense that just ends it just ends so uh yeah that's my nonsense yeah exactly (laughs) this is nonsense once again so that's my uh that's my first thought (laughs) all right all right i'm gonna start with a couple highlights well i will say before that i was spoiled yet again I, I don't know why I stay on Twitter because it's just a dangerous place. Um, yeah, I, I like that was like the first thing this morning. I was like, oh, man, it's like this is a bummer. But I thought it was still cool. Anyway, highlights. Uh, Moon Knight's definitely got some Batman moves. Mm-hmm. 100%. That was pretty sweet. Uh, we have our first Egyptian superhero. And I thought... Layla as an avatar, like that, that was awesome. I thought that whole segment was fun. Um, yeah, those are the highlights. <laughs> and that's it. And cut. <laughs> uh, right, uh, so I had obviously I had questions after this episode was mm-hmm. over, like what, and then what again, <laughs> because. I still, I still don't fully understand what any of that was. Um, like you guys are both saying, there are uh, positives to this episode. I think that maybe one of the issues was that this would have done much better as a movie. Because with a movie, yes. they would have been forced to have had an actual conclusion instead of leaving it so ambiguous like they did with the series. Yes. Um, I think that might have, in the long run, been a misstep. To have done this. Um, But again, there's good stuff here. We get uh, some good Mark moments, good Steven moments. Uh, It is cool that Layla gets to be an avatar finally and not for Khonshu. But overall, I was hoping for more finality in this finale. And we just didn't get it. So uh, let's let's jump in and talk about all the weirdness (laughs) that happened. (laughs) to us <laughs> i think you said it perfectly that was my first thought when it ended was why was this not a movie yeah it would have yeah. made much more sense to be a movie especially throwing in like godzilla king kong battle oh. yeah <laughs> we'll get there uh, i i guess yeah let's start at the top um this episode did start relatively exactly like we talked about 
thinking it would start with, uh, okay, we know what happened to Mark and Steven, so like, let's dive into what's happening while that happens. Um, I think that the only part of this open that I it, like genuinely enjoyed was when uh, Harrow's staff turns into an axe. I was like, man, why didn't he have that the whole time? The axe looks way cooler than that staff. <laughs> um, I did also want to note that throughout the episode, the staff... So, originally had his cane. That's what it was. And it had two alligator heads sticking out on either side, right? And so when it turned into a battle axe for some unknown reason, we don't really know why, um, one of the mouths just like weirdly opens and morphs into a blade and then mm -hmm. the other alligator head gets bigger. Randomly throughout the episode, that alligator head would have an open mouth in one scene and a closed mouth in another <laughs> scene. And I didn't know if it was on purpose or if it was something that maybe was cut out of the episode. And so like, we just didn't know that like, Oh, when its mouth mm. was open, he could shoot laser beams out of it. When it was closed, it was a stat. Like, I don't, I don't know. They didn't explain that. The only or, thing I could explain around that is it seemed like the fight between Harrow and Moon Knight was kind of mimicking the actual gods fighting. Mm -hmm. So I, w I wonder if it had <laughs> it just kind of like <laughs> same things. Yeah, maybe. I I honestly was like, it was a mistake. Like, I'm but sure that I, there was some there was some reason behind it, and then they just ran out of time, so they never mm -hmm. went with that reason. But they still had them, so mm -hmm. they were just like, "All right, it's time to shoot this fight scene. Someone have this this axe," and they're like, "Yeah, here it's this one." I kind of want to go back and revisit just the end credits for each episode because I did notice in the end credits for this one, it was the axe. Mm -hmm. So I, I that was one maybe minor detail. Like, was it morphing into the axe through every in, in credit, or was it always the axe? I I can't remember. No, I think it was always this the his normal walking stick. See, that's what I thought too. Yeah, I think this was the first one that it was the axe. Yeah. Since this episode is so very very short, maybe there was a deleted scene that explained that. Yeah, that's There's what I gotta be. I mean. Yeah. You know, and again, like, why was it so short? It was only like what the runtime was forty three minutes, so the episode yeah. itself was I mean, probably yeah. Going back to like what we said earlier, like just with the shorter episodes and only six episodes, you know, a two hour movie probably could have been a better route to go, or they should have made this like ten episodes. Yeah, yeah. Not I mean, with rushed with it, what they kind of. What they dragged out in the first couple episodes, I feel like they could have sacrificed that to mm -hmm. make the ending longer. So I yeah. definitely agree that a movie would have made more sense because they wouldn't have had so much fluff on the front end and they could have dragged the conclusion out. But mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, I was interested. So basically, a bunch of nonsense happens. Um Harrow is able to release Amit, who, even though, right, this is the god that's all about, like, oh, is your soul unbalanced? Then you're dead. She admittedly says, Harrow, your soul's unbalanced, but maybe that's good. You can be my avatar. Makes no sense. She has 100%. double standards. She's like, I need you to do the murder <laughs> right. for a few more decades. And then you can die. Yeah, yeah. So she she decides to make him her uh, her avatar. Then immediately it's okay. Let's go destroy Cairo. It's interesting that like <laughs> I think the line is literally like let's start with Cairo and then the world. <laughs> like, so do they do they have to do it like one city at a time? Right. That seems like it would take a really long time. Maybe just yeah, since it's it, the followers, they have to go different places. It's essentially like, it's almost like a zombie virus, right? Because they've got to go person to person to see, like, are you one of us or not? Right. And it's just, that's how it spreads. It just seems, that seems like, a, it's like them painting the, uh, 
the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Like you you would start in Cairo and you'd work your way around the entire world. And once you got to the other end, you just have to go back to Cairo. I mean, more people are going to be born, right? So I don't know. That just seems ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's a flaw in that plan. Um, so having said that, they leave and Layla is able to kind of like sneak along with them. Now he, they get stopped by a, uh, like police patrol blockade or whatever. And Harrow, you know, lifts his now battle axe up in the air and it sucks everybody's soul out. Who's not balanced. I wanted to note that it's interesting that Layla is with them this whole time and is not affected by that. So mm-hmm. I guess we can go into this assuming that she's balanced. It never really comes up again, the, but yeah, right. I felt like that was an important part that like, oh, she's there and he just did that and she's still alive. So clearly she's cool. Mm-hmm. But again, just another red herring in this episode. Um, so Tauret, who is now uh, relaying her message through dead bodies, which I thought was interesting it's funny um is able to basically relay to layla that mark is alive so i mean yeah we knew that right like watching we were like there's no way mark's dead he's coming back okay layla learns he's coming back okay she decides she's gonna follow them into cairo i feel like Layla doesn't understand <laughs> and I get that it's for like plot sake but it's like mm-hmm. she doesn't understand the danger of being with them like why would you go to the city where they're about to like destroy everything and kill everyone <laughs> to move the story to, along. <laughs> yeah just to be there like that's the only reason she All goes that. is just to be there <laughs> yeah so much about that just didn't feel right because it's like things that probably would have happened traditionally in like maybe a 15 30 minute span it was like condensed into two minutes yeah (laughs) yeah they just were like well we need you here so you're here now yeah and even when she so prior to this she's able to release Khonshu I don't really understand why she didn't release other gods maybe to like yeah she could have just gone kind of Happy go lucky with it, and just watch. She <laughs> yeah. could have just had her arms like with all the statues, just breaking them all. Like, yeah, best well, of luck, y'all. <laughs> well, what if they were super bad? I mean, they got put yeah. into the tiny statues because they did something wrong. Conscious was only like it was a big wrong, but also a baby wrong. Like, because he just he moved that's, stars. That's not cool. <laughs> but it's also it doesn't but it's like, necessarily hurt anybody but these other things might have really hurt people and so she's just like knocking them off willy-nilly like she's a little kid in the cereal aisle they might raise all kinds of hades hey we're in the multiverse anything can happen <laughs> <laughs> look we're not even sure if this whole series happened let's be honest That's yeah true yeah. very true very true well and on the note of her you know not not destroying other ones. Uh, I'm just, I, I still don't really understand Conchu's plan in that moment being released and then immediately being like, well, I can take on um, it by myself, even though the like four most powerful Egyptian gods couldn't right. do anything. Mm hmm. And why is the one, like, the guy who's Osiris, I assume, mm-hmm. he's the only one that has powers mm-hmm. of of the ones that we've seen, you know what I mean, the avatars or whatever. Like, every time he does his little, like, hand thing and, like, little lightning bolts happen, and nobody else does anything. They just kind of walk around. Budget. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see definitely where the budget went by the end <laughs> of this episode. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I That whole that whole thing and the whole like them explaining how if they if they're able to like capture Amit and transfer Amit into Harrow's body then she'll be vulnerable and it's like 
why didn't you guys do that to begin with? Why did you put them in the stone statues instead? I don't know. There's just so many weird things that they do to just put a finality to things. Except not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's uh, it's strange. Like, okay, the the one other thing that really I just needed more depth to was like Mark leaving everything. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. I don't want to be at the you know field of reeds anymore. Okay, let's just turn around and all of a sudden you're out. Like yeah, it's that easy. You're out like, and right next to Stephen. <laughs> yeah, like I thought we were going to get a little bit more there because you know I thought the whole point was like, well, there's only one that can one gate where you can get through and that God isn't going to like it. So I was expecting more there to try to, it's almost like you have to prove yourself mm. that you need to go back and do this. But I still, I still don't understand because Tauret literally said when mm-hmm. they're going to the gate, your hearts need to be balanced before we get to the gate. Mm-hmm. The second Mark's heart was balanced, he transports to the field of reeds, and then Taura is like, if you leave the field of reeds, you can never come back. The plan was never to go to the field of reeds. The plan was literally they were on the way to the gate so that he could yeah. be resurrected. I don't understand why I, there's like this weird well, side yeah. thing. It seemed like it's the instant that your heart is balanced, you're just going to automatically go there. There's probably no changing that course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then in that case, what's the point of Tauret sailing Helping them across them go back. the river or the sand? Like, yeah. if you're just going to teleport there anyway. I don't she know. probably just... still understands. Like, she tells him that this is the peace he's been chasing his entire life. So she's like, yeah. I understand if you decide to not go and do this other thing. Now that you're finally here where you can rest and have sanctuary. So she's like, I'm just throwing it out there. I know you have this other plan, and I know that Steven is out in the middle of a scary desert, but just so <laughs> you know. I don't know. That that all seems so forced. The same with when when Mark was talking to Steven, and he was like, when I was in the field of reeds, like I almost accepted it. And it was like, no, you didn't. Like, we all knew that you were coming <laughs> back. Like, why why even waste our time with that? That was that was five minutes that you could have spent more on the end of this episode than <laughs> this weird like i don't know is this but... just reads <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly what's he gonna do out there um all right well so basically he goes and he's able to save steven with a heartfelt chat and he puts the heart in his hand and then all of a sudden the sand disappears I don't, that whole thing was, it was nice. Mm-hmm. I like this, like him coming to terms with Steven and learning how to like be friends with Steven and share the body with Steven. But I don't know. It was yeah. too much for I me. Mean, <laughs> well, then it is fairly comic accurate minus the fact that there's a third personality there and they have to all agree with one another <laughs> you know it's like they didn't want to do that with this which is he calls steven his superpower yeah that yeah. was my favorite part of the whole episode and i was like but your suit <laughs> is all okay <laughs> it's really sweet it is and i'm glad that they're friends um hmm. but through that now we can get to my redeeming moment for this episode which was uh all i wrote was god fight um (laughs) because we get to see uh, let's be honest slightly rough cgi work in this episode but there was a lot of it um between moon knight flying through the air in his cape and uh and giant gods fighting in the background it was wild it was like Transformers and Godzilla vs. King Kong and <laughs> Batman all fell into the same 43-minute show. Um, the I will angles say... on a lot of that were very misleading, like mm-hmm. because it seems like 
they were just getting bigger and bigger, like frame by frame, right? Like yeah, just the way they did yeah. the camera angles. Like I, because initially, like Conchus, you know, I mean, they're large beings, mm-hmm. but they're not, you know, there's it's almost like double the size of just like Mark, like mm-hmm. you know, the average human. But it, yeah, it just seems like the further we went along, the bigger they got. Yeah, and it wasn't explained. It's just like all of a sudden yeah, they could grow like, to the size of the pyramid. But then right. other, I feel like it suffered from... Did you guys see, excuse me, Godzilla vs. King Kong? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. It, this suffered from the same thing that that movie did, where they yeah. couldn't figure out how big they were. So in mm-hmm. one scene, Godzilla would tower over every building... Mm-hmm. in the entire city and then the next scene kong would throw godzilla into a building that was taller than him and you were like hold on how big are they what are you talking yeah. about like a second ago he was giant so, and i feel like that's what this episode did where it's like sometimes they were giant and then yeah. other times they were big they were like building size so it was like just I don't know. Stop doing that in movies. Like, just Make decide. To scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pick what they're. But gonna I, I be will. And keep them. I will say there. There is one particular moment where the gods are fighting, kind of in the background. But just the way they shot it, I was just like, okay, you can bring in like the Watchmen. Like, it looks perfect in terms mm-hmm. of like there could be something cool going on, but you could see like the Watchmen in the background just observing everything. So. Mm-hmm. They should be able to do that, I think, in the live action shows. And I hope they do. I hope they do. I did. I did notice that uh, it looked like Amit grew as she started eating the souls, which I didn't. I never connected that that was what was going to happen to the souls when they like whenever the person died, that she's just going to gobble all of them. I thought that they would just, you know, like die and go away Mm -hmm. and not her consume them, consume their energy and grow up tall as a pyramid but well also um, that's one that's not how she works like she judges the souls and then if Mm -hmm. they're deemed unworthy or whatever then she has like a jackal monster that eats them she doesn't Mm -hmm. eat them so i thought that was why couldn't we get that because what yeah exactly just that whole scene moment we've seen that before in other films Mm -hmm. there wasn't anything super like new or you know it's kind of like that was kind of one of those letdown moments like Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did jump over my favorite line from the entire uh, series, though, which is Woohoo Hippo. Oh, yeah. Um, I wrote that one down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I thought that that was a lot of fun when, when Tyrek comes to save them from the giant sandstorm that's going to swallow them up. Um, yeah. That was, that was the, my favorite line. So, kind of moving through the god fight, we do get. Uh, Layla, who has agreed to become the avatar. sort of avatar, like sometimes she said, she said limited is like, or what did she say? Like uh, more or less saying temporary, like, maybe yeah, temporary, temporary, yeah, temporary. Um, I thought it was interesting to see her talk to zombies. Yes, but <laughs> but also it was funny to see her. Like, let's break this down. This is like uh, a little outside of the content. But seeing Oscar Isaac in that scene where he, mm-hmm. where Conchu was taking over his body to talk versus seeing the actress that plays Layla, it was like two very different ideas of what it would be like if a mm-hmm. god was speaking through you. Like when Conchu is talking through Mark, and maybe it's just because like Mark and Conchu have been together for a long time, so like he understands how it feels, maybe. I don't know. But it seems more surprising and less painful. And mm-hmm. when Tauret was speaking through Layla, it was like she was like doubling over in pain. She couldn't breathe. Right. It was very I was like, I don't know if this was like a her decision of like how you think you would talk if a god was speaking through you or if that was like what they scripted her to do uh hard to say that was weird that uh, that whole that whole moment was very strange yeah tara's personality is so cute though yeah 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 (laughs) i love how she was like i have the perfect outfit (laughs) are we gonna talk about the outfit because i feel like we have to 
Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Because, like, for, I don't like it. And, <laughs> like, whenever it popped up, I was like, what in the spirit Halloween is she wearing? It literally looks like they didn't even, like, steam it or anything. It's all wrinkly-fied. And then she goes, like, Phoom! and it's got all the feathers. I was like, whoa! I still don't like it. But at least it has feathers. Yeah, the feathers and the swords are the best part. For yeah. Me. So that whole scene, that's that's what I saw this morning. Oh. That's what was spoiled. Oh, that kind of sucks, yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Way to go, Twitter. The second redeeming factor of this episode. So Um, we have, she is now Scarlet Scarab. Oh, Oh, is that? Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's a cool name. Yeah. Which, uh, the little nods around it, because, you know, it's one of those things like Scarlet Scarab, I was looking into this character in uh, comics that she's in and definitely has some moments with Thor, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like there's l- there's been like the clues for her throughout this whole series that I never picked up on. Like her father would call her Little Scarab. Uh, Conchu called her Little Bug. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Just picking up the Scarab like it was kind of leading. I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. I did think it was funny that it was very... Uh... Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like that's all right? that's all I could see when they were doing their big fight. I was like, this is just Wonder Woman and Batman fighting a bunch of people while two gods fight in the background. <laughs> yeah. All right. But you know, I was all for it. I thought it was the action moments were really cool. Um and like I said, I, I do like Layla being a superhero. And it's one of those things like initially, you know, she just didn't want to do that. Like she was mm-hmm. very anti you know, because she's just witnessing like what she believes like Mark was. She thinks Mark was kind of going crazy because of Conchu when there's a lot of other factors going there. But I think she's fearful that the same thing would happen to her. But it seemed like she was it was growing on her. Yeah. And I did, you know, I get that we kind of have to have this disbelief mm-hmm. watching something like this. But I want to know more about Layla's background mm-hmm. because like a how'd she learn to fight right b how'd she learn to fight with wings and swords mm-hmm. and this crazy superpower like i, don't I know. mean hmm. I, well, I again I, mean, I get that it was kind of more it's very falcon-esque <laughs> it's like yeah yeah uh, could they potentially tie in did she work with falcon in any way and get training i don't you know there's a lot of moments like that you know utilizing the, these wings as shields to block bullets and mm-hmm. which um, like I, like uh, as soon as she did that i was like oh man how cool would it be if captain falcon flew in here and yeah or like the you know she said something about him like seeing that on tv like if mark was mm-hmm. like how'd you do that and she's like oh i saw somebody do it on in the avengers or something i don't know like any sort of reference we still never got anyone. Nobody ever showed up from the no. Marvel universe, like, which is fine. They don't have to, but at the same time, I appreciate it because it solidifies that you guys aren't like going to do this and then in six months be like, never mind, that wasn't, never mind, that didn't count. I don't know. Let's talk about the uh, when Mark Steven first see her in the outfit because the change there was just like oh uh, Steven Team Steven he was just like whoa he look amazing he's so sweet Steven was awesome this episode yeah all around uh, yeah. he was very he reminded me very much of Daredevil I just finished reading um, the Daredevil series back in black and so the second that he pulled out his batons and started swinging around and throwing them I was like Daredevil this is so much like Daredevil I hope we get more cool Steven moments in the future mm-hmm. so is their marriage just like all the way fixed now because like he died you know, that just was glazed over. They never Lost brought over. that back up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, seem, well, just... The three of them seem very happy together. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, that's, I felt that's what lacked is like, <clears throat> what 
really is happened or is going to happen between Mark and Layla. Like mm-hmm. there was zero time spent at the end concluding that in any reasonable way. Or like is Layla staying Tower? Yeah, like what's what's Avatar? Layla's next plan? Yeah. Yeah, they just literally after the fight, Layla is gone. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if, if there's anything they're setting up, it's going to be a Scarlet Scarab series. I can and, see that more than anything. I, I, I'm really enjoying seeing all the upcoming stuff for uh, Disney and Marvel, and I think mm-hmm. that they are leaning really heavy on the female heroes, which is cool and exciting. There are a bunch of really cool female heroes. So I would not be surprised if yeah. the next time that we see Moon Knight, it's in a Scarlet Scarab series rather than like Moon Knight season two. And that, you know, as long as they're setting up some cool stuff, like go for it. hundred mm-hmm. percent. I can see that, but I I'm down. I, I'm down if they do a Scarlet, Scarlet Scarab. Cause I, yeah, definitely give Layla more of the backstory we really needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and lead up to, I you know, I have an idea mm-hmm. of what I think would be cool if they did. Um, I think I mean we can talk about it once we get to the end because it has to do with sure. the uh, the end credit scene. But I have an idea of what I would like to see them do with Layla, um, and I was kind of leaning that direction too, like giving her her own series instead of doing like a Moon Knight season two. Mm-hmm. Um, to get there, we can talk about how everyone is beat, all seems lost, and then uh, Mark blacks out. And he wakes up, and everyone is dead or beat <laughs> up. <laughs> and uh, Layla's confused. She's like, what was that? Mark is confused. Steven's confused. And yet no one seems worried. You know, yeah. I don't, what is the, like, okay, Steven was freaking out when he would black out and wake mm-hmm. up and realize that, like, Mark was taking over his body. Mark kind of freaked out that one time that Steven took over the body and Mark blacked out. Mm-hmm. How was nobody worried that, like, both of them blacked out and something happened that neither one of them did and there was no connection made that, oh, there must be... Mm-hmm. a third personality instead they're just like well, that was crazy okay we got to get harrow into the tomb so that we can seal away Amit. it's like wh- you're not even gonna like talk about it for a second yeah okay, so i mean again, they didn't have time <laughs> I'll, okay i'll hold 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 this thought until we get to the end um yeah yeah Maybe at some point you just get desensitized to like whipping out extra personalities. And apparently your spouse does too. Just like, what was that? I don't know. We don't, we're not, okay. We got other stuff to worry about right now. Let's just, let's go. Right. Yeah. Let's just go do this. Let's not talk about the fact that you somehow broke out of almost dying and killed everybody around us and saved us all and Mm -hmm. knocked out Harrow. It's all cool. It's all good. Um, I, you know, it's obvious I wrote who took over because I kept mm. thinking they were going to explain it earlier than they did, yeah. um, but they waited. So, okay, whatever. We got another Laters Gators. Um, mm-hmm. Love, love me a Laters Gators <laughs> line of the series. Um, Where's, I feel like we're going to see uh, some swag for that coming out soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Uh, I want a later skater shirt, but it's Loki yeah. alligator. Um, <laughs> oh yes. Okay, so they suck Amit into Harrow. All seems Which, good. Some of that I feel like I needed more explanation. <laughs> yes, it's kind of it like, what are y'all really doing? <laughs> like, y'all, what's the plan? Like, okay, you're gonna do this, but what's happened next? But also, like, they can, they can. If, if they take the god and instead of shrinking the god into a statue and keeping mm-hmm. them in a room where all it takes is someone to knock them over for them to come back, instead they can take the god and shove them in a human, and then if you kill that human, the god's dead. Hmm. That seems like a wild 180 from yeah. 
lock them up as rocks in a room. Like, and how are they not dead when their <laughs> rock breaks? Like, what? I'm so confused. <laughs> None of it makes sense. And it's like... it's I don't get it. It's just so hard. Like, it's one of those things of like, well, if they really wanted certain gods gone... Can could they do the same spell while they're in a statue and and transfer them into a human and just I you know <laughs> sounds easier. The lore <laughs> is either way too deep or really really shallow. <laughs> I think it's just very convenient. Yeah. Um, well, once everything the dust settles, as they say. Um, we wind up back in the asylum and I don't understand that. Um, because are we to assume that Mark and Steven are like drifting in between being dead and not being dead because they've already established that the asylum was limbo basically. Yeah, I, I'm not like that. Didn't make sense to me because then yeah. it was like, well, hold on. So, are we supposed to believe that like Harrow did create this weird limbo that he was in? And so, when they captured Harrow and were gonna decide whether they're gonna kill him or not, like that, it put them back in this limbo. Like, I don't know. It didn't make. I don't know why they did that. It, it was confusing for no reason. Like, there was no need for that confusion. Yeah. yeah. Then he gets out. Then that's pretty much it. Then they, the episode ends. Um, I feel like none of the things that you wanted to be wrapped up were wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And the bad guy was just sort of like, "All right, that was it. All good. <laughs> we got him. We stopped him." Even though they like explained, like, "Hey, if you don't kill him, you know, Amit's still alive in there." Yeah, it's all good. We're gonna put him in an, his own asylum. Yeah. Like, wh- and we can only speculate or guess that, like all of the followers at some point had the same powers they were just grabbing people and saying are you balanced like can they still do that or is that just and just like like, what happened to them does does Amit have powers yeah or is she just stuck in it like it doesn't make sense right (laughs) so then the credits rolled and it was I wouldn't say obvious, but it was very expected that there would be mm-hmm. an end credit scene, which sure enough there was, um, which starts with Harrow, who is now in an asylum. And so it was like, oh, okay, I get it. But also <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, wait, so is he dead? Um, but no, he's not. We see some, uh, you know, some black gloved hands tap him on the shoulder or whatever and immediately i was like oh jake lockley right (laughs) like there's literally no one else that it could be because it doesn't make sense that someone would come and rescue him from this place like so okay then you know we don't we don't see the person's face but he's pushing hair out of the building and you see a bunch of dead doctors laying around and so then it was like okay maybe it's not jake lockley because like why would why would Moon Knight come in here and kill a bunch of innocent doctors right? just to get to Harrow? Gets outside, opens this stretch limo door, and immediately you can see it's Oscar Isaac. Like, there's no <laughs> hiding it. Yeah, even, though, no hiding it. even though they try to do a reveal later that's mm-hmm. supposed to surprise you but it's like well it doesn't surprise me because i saw his face he literally leans forward in front of the camera and you see his face that's oscar isaac so i don't know what they were doing with that but then yeah Conchu's in the car he's dressed all nicely in a suit which interesting i wonder if he can just like manifest whatever clothing he wants or Probably. did, did he have i think to, that's like, what he commonly wears in the comics 
Yeah, yeah. In the comics, he does wear a suit, but I just mm. figured they <laughs> got rid of that for this. But yeah. Um. Basically, Conchu has like a weird conversation with Harrow, um, and then is like, "Oh, meet my friend. His name's Jake Lockley." And sure enough, it's uh, it's Oscar Isaac. I'm, I was about to call him Mark Spector, but it's not <laughs> Mark Spector. It's Jake Lockley. Um, and he pulls out a silenced pistol and he says something in Spanish, I believe. Vaya con Dios. Is that what it is? Spanish. Was it Spanish? It is Spanish because it said it said okay. on uh, on my closed captions that he was speaking Spanish. Okay. But I was too surprised by the fact that he was speaking Spanish to read a translation of what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, why didn't they give him the Jake Lockley like mustache and like scruff? <laughs> yeah, or He's like I clean. was ex- I was expecting yeah. like a I don't know like a New York cabbie. Yeah, accents. right. Like I don't know. I was yeah. not expecting him to just speak yeah. Spanish. Um, right. Yeah, Lockley doesn't sound like a particularly Spanish name. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so then, yeah, he just shoots Harrow. Well, I mean, I guess we assume, right? We didn't see yeah. Harrow get shot, but we assume that he shoots Harrow, and then that's the as end. people are walking right by the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I it's mean... and it's a silence. It's, yeah, <laughs> this is the it's thing silence, that but still, it's silence, but it somehow lights up enough. To show flashes through all of the tinted <laughs> windows, um, but yeah, so he presumably kills Harrow, and that's the end of the episode. Then the, the car drives away. Now, back to my first question: Why? Why would Jake? Why would Moon Knight? Because all of you know, Jake, Mark, and Stephen are all. Moon Knight. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. in the in this case, Moon Knight could be considered like its own thing. But we've already seen that Moon Knight's outfit changes based on who is in control. So yeah, I don't think that Moon Knight is going to be a version of mm-hmm. Mark. Um, why would he just kill the doc? Like, what what was the point of killing the doctors? That seemed. I don't pointless to me he just killed the doctors to kill the doctors i don't know i don't buy that yeah but yeah like the whole like final you know dialogue from conchu was just kind of like it's kind of like they wanted to lead everyone along from the beginning that the whole point was to get rid of mark and get layla as his avatar Mm. but he's kind of like you think i wanted layla no i never wanted her i've got who i want Mm mm-hmm I think if they had left, and again, we didn't see the body, so we don't know that Harrow is dead. It's safe to assume. But it feels like they made this as a one series thing. Right. Like, they opened and closed. The the villain started alive, did his villain thing, got stopped, and then was killed. End of story. They didn't set up another villain. So my theory going forward is that they are going to make a Scarlet Scarab series and the villain is going to be Jake Lockley. Mm. And so we're going to get this like Moon Knight is a good guy, but he is going about things in the wrong way. And he's like killing people and Mm -hmm. he's going to have like the Spider-Man conundrum right of like i should stop people but not kill people so i think that maybe that will be layla's villain for the scarlet scarab series i'm sure they'll throw in some other like comic book villain Mm -hmm. but i i feel like the storyline is going to be more about her and maybe that's why we didn't see any sort of resolution between her and mark and that will be the like leading plot line of that series that like she's trying to understand mark and steven but then there's this other guy jake lockley who's like out there killing people and is crazy if we do get that i hope he has a crazy cool looking suit i (laughs) hope it's like wild like venom-esque or something i don't know yeah matt gala looking suit yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah You know, like thinking back on this ending, I think would have been potentially 
could have been more intriguing is having a similar setup. Like it could have still been Harrow leaving this hospital in a limo, mm-hmm. but have it be Midnight Man. Like actually see the person that's rolling him away, but like, who is this? Mm-hmm. Gets in the limo and set it up to like, I'm breaking you out. I'm doing this stuff now. Like I'm Midnight Man. Like mm-hmm. I need you to help me. I think that Boom, would be season in, two. Like that's even. Yeah, I feel like I agree. Like I think that that's a better ending because <laughs> this just seems so final. Like yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't set this up to get into the MCU. They didn't mm-hmm. set this up for a second season that would make sense. I mean, yeah, they could do a second season where it's like Moon Knight dealing with Jake Lockley being another part of him but it's like we already mm-hmm. saw that that's this yeah. entire season was mark and steven learning how to work together so another season of mark and stevie steven having to learn to work with jake lockley like that's just it's going to be repetitive we've already seen yeah that. we don't need that so i don't know what they're doing with this other yeah. than potentially setting layla up for her own series yeah like, uh, it feels like that's what they did now did either of you look at the comic the qr code no i didn't even for see this one, one no yeah, QR code was in the hospital. It's on the wall. It is a Moon Knight issue where he fights Kang. Okay. Interesting. Or meets Kang. Um, maybe not fight. Maybe he fights Kang. But anyway. Uh, I don't know. Is that leading potentially that maybe we'll see Moon Knight again with fighting Kang? In Quantumania? potentially in quantum quantum mania maybe i feel like that's a if it is what that is i feel like that's a lame way to set that up yeah like not even having him like run into scott lang or anything in the series like i don't know just to be like ooh, the comic was leading you to the fact that he's in quantum mania it's like you had an entire season that you could have thrown in some sure. something to be like oh he's gonna show up in quantum mania they didn't even do the thing they've been doing where the season ends and they're like so and so will return or mm-hmm. anything like that so i don't know this this seemed like they were testing the waters with a relatively yeah. unknown superhero and if it did well maybe they'll do more of these unknown superheroes stories if it didn't do well then yeah all right we know we, w- we won't do that again i don't know they could I even don't kept it that... like mysterious and like had it like rotate through all the different personalities and then just left a question mark like question mark will return. <laughs> See, yeah, I, that would be better than what we got, which was the relatively nothing. Um, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so that was uh, that was Moon Knight, the series. <laughs> um, any final thoughts on this episode? I need more of like the Batman esque fighting because like my <laughs> one of my favorite scenes was when Moon Knight used his like I don't even know what to call him his little moon blades but used it like a grappling type hook or mm-hmm. something like that was so cool like I want more of that yeah I do wish <laughs> that we got more moon gadgets yeah moon orangs <laughs> moon orangs yeah. <laughs> And like what he can fly, he can fly. Okay, that is not in the comics. He cannot fly in the comics. It's he can even... glide, Mm-mm. and he has a he has a little uh, bat jet that lo- is in the shape of a moon. Let's see, where's that? Give me that. Yeah. Don't tell me that he can hover off the ground and just. I mean, is all of that fly. kind of funded through like Spectre? Um. I believe his gadgets and stuff, that's where Crawl, not Crawley, uh, who's the guy we talked about? He was in his phone. Um, oh, it's in my notes somewhere. He has like a gadget guy. That, okay. Like, I remember us talking about that. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where he gets all that stuff. Um, which, like, I'm all for that. Give me that. 
Give me yeah. cool bat gadgets. Don't just <laughs> get all of a sudden he has superpowers. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with him having like the the suit that heals him and all that stuff, but I don't know. I feel like they got away from themselves with a couple things. Yeah. Uh, Jean-Paul Ducamp. That's right. That's yeah. His. That's right. But all in all, I mean, it was a fun series. It has its ups, its downs. Yeah. It has the one really dark, depressing episode. It has some lighter episodes. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I think if they say Moon Knight Season 2, I'll be like, what about what? Like, <laughs> is it going to matter that we watched Moon Knight Season 1? This seems, I don't know. I think I would be more excited if they announced the yeah. Scarlet Scarab series. But. Well, where may they do that? Hmm. Is it D23 time again? Ooh, good question. Well, I think we're he's leaning more towards uh, the multiverse <laughs> that we're about to step yeah. into full of madness, uh, which, as of this recording, comes out tomorrow. As of you all listening to this, <laughs> comes out tonight. <laughs> so, or uh, this afternoon. Yeah, this afternoon. We, yeah, I forget that it keeps coming back earlier and earlier, and earlier. Oh yeah, we're getting like I think the early show tomorrow is like three p.m. Yeah, it is. We were having to to look for it. Yeah, I don't know if I can swing that, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, definitely don't miss uh, when we when we dive into the multiverse of madness. Um, but for now, uh, any, uh, any good one-liners? Uh, when you, when you said, what is the problem with, uh, Kong versus Godzilla? Literally what I thought in my brain, the first thought was, it's not as good as Kong Skull Island. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's the only one-liner I can come up with is, it's not as good as Kong Skull Island. (laughs) I think that's a good way to end this series, yeah. So uh, we'll see you all next week. Laters, gators. (gasps) God! What? Oh my God. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 